0: Rosie on the House is on the road from Arizona's Christmas City, Prescott. Rosie on the House is live from Jersey Lilies on Whiskey Row. Only Jennifer Romero can get the bars open this early.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the good end of the bar in yeah. the morning. <laughs> uh,
0: it's, it's, boy, they have got it shined up spotless right now, don't they? Yes, they do. All cleaned up. Good morning, Arizona. Welcome to my house, Rosie on the house. And we are broadcasting from a saloon, which we've got in the habit of doing every single first weekend of December as we journey up the road from home base to the official Christmas city of Arizona. Prescott, Arizona. We are broadcasting for the event of the annual holiday parade, which will commence a little bit later today, as well as the courthouse lighting. Now, if you have never been here for tonight's event, I'm going to tell you, you ought to change your evening afternoon plans right now. Don't plan on coming up and staying the night. I would have to imagine rooms are pretty hard to find right now. But if you're within driving distance of the courthouse square of Prescott, plan on getting here and being here, and I'm going to tell you why. We're going to bring in Mrs. Sherry Heine, the president and CEO of the Prescott Chamber of Commerce. I'm going to let you invite the entire state of Arizona to your beautiful city for this evening.
1: What's going on? Well, we have a few things going on this morning. <laughs> My goodness. We have, well, we have, um, first of all, we kick it off with the 35th annual Christmas Parade. And we bring the big guy in, Santa Claus. I'm very excited about that. And uh, something new this year for the parade is that after the parade, Santa's going to stay here on the Courthouse Square timeline and uh, take requests from the children. And during that time, we're going to have the high school bands playing uh, music and just making it real festive.
0: That's a little bit different than the, than what we've seen historically.
1: Yes, it is. It's a change this year. Uh, we felt like if Santa's going to come all the way here, we've got to keep him here for a little bit.
0: Rather than let him just show his face in the parade? That's right. All right. <laughs> so so he's in the parade. Yes. He's, he's the Grand Poobah of the parade. He well, is. I guess he's... He's, He's the second grand poobah. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Uh, we, Tommy, we'd have a grand marshal. Yeah, we have yeah. a grand marshal. We'll yeah. by yeah. Yeah. later. We'll have Tommy here a little bit later, so he will be the grand poobah today. But absolutely. Yeah. Uh, second, Santa Claus will play second fiddle to Tommy Meredith. You bet. And then he'll be in the courthouse square at the courthouse footsteps. Uh, right,
1: right on the timeline square, right in front of the uh, bronze horse uh, piece there. And, okay. Yeah. We're and um, at
0: Bucky O'Neill's feet.
1: You betcha. Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Pretty good. appropriate place for. And did you tell me till five o'clock he'll be there? He'll be there until five o'clock, yes.
0: Okay, so the parade actually commences at what time?
1: At one o'clock. All right. You bet.
0: And you, you basically, any, anywheres you can park, get to the courthouse square. And there are people right now setting up chairs, their family viewing sections as we speak. But don't let that discourage you from not getting here, because it's a fantastic event. So the parade starts at 1.
1: You bet. Mm -hmm. And
0: in my memory, I mean, that's pretty pretty much a two-hour event, as as I recall. Yeah,
1: we have 85 entries this year, so it's going to be a a good, strong parade.
0: Is the old clogging club in this year?
1: I believe so. We'll have to watch for the Maricopa 4-H cloggers.
0: Okay. Jennifer was here with our daughters for years and years and years as part of that event. And so we've been here... In uh, shorts and uh, passing out water bottles at this time of year. And we've also been here in snowstorms, freezing with the girls, chattering their teeth the whole time they were dancing.
1: (laughs) Pretty miserable, but an experience for sure.
0: All right. So the parade at one. Santa Claus, that'll last a couple hours. Santa Claus sits tight and sits at the courthouse square for the kids.
1: You bet. Through mm-hmm. 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm.
0: Where do we go from there?
1: Well, then at 5 o'clock, um, we start, you'll start to hear music, and some of the choirs will be singing on the steps, and we'll be uh, preparing for the 6 p.m. show where we start to start the ceremonies for the courthouse lighting.
0: Uh, sunset, I think, is right about 5.15, 5.20 tonight. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the show starts at 6. Yes. Tell me what we'll see at the show, because it's pretty spectacular it right is. there on the steps.
1: Yeah, we're, it's a tradition here in Prescott, and this will be the 63rd year for the courthouse lighting. Wow. Yeah, we have over 87 trees that will be lit up that this evening. And uh, we, we have um, our former um, Secretary of State, Kenny Bennett. Uh, he'll be... Uh, our narrator and he'll read the christmas story okay to us and from we'll this sp-
0: right there from the front door up on top of the steps well it's he'll, he'll be a little well. lower Is yeah. He? okay yeah he'll
1: be a little lower because we have the choir all the kids will be behind him awesome and the kids will sing the carols and he'll read the story and then something magical will happen which the lights will be turned on and uh then the festivities began.
0: And folks, as let me paint the picture for you. It's, it's a lit uh, celebration. There are crowds of people all along uh, Gurley Street watching the uh, north uh, elevation of the Courthouse Square. Uh, Kim Bennett will be reading the Christmas story. The choir will be singing behind them. It's lit. You can watch it. You can see it. Everything goes quiet. And then someone... Throws a switch. You bet. And the entire courthouse square lights up. 88 trees, some 100, almost 100 feet tall. And I don't know how many lights there are, but it is a spectacular event.
1: It sure is. And it's a great way to kick off the season.
0: And then once the light, once the courthouse is lit, and then uh, uh, we we have, I will say, we have had trouble a couple times here. Uh, You have to pace when you want to try and get a little bite to eat.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Because every restaurant on the square is like a 30 or 40 minute wait at least. But y'all have kind of worked around that this year as well.
1: Well, we also added some food booths on the square as well so that uh, we can help take care of folks too uh, in between their wait time and shopping. There's plenty of shopping to do too. You can kick off your shopping uh, we are kicking off the Shop Prescott Start Here program, so love to have everyone get involved in that part, too. That's oh. a fun shopping local experience. Yes. And that's been kind of my tradition is to stay the afternoon and do, do my shopping that fancy that. Yeah. That uh, robbed my wallet every year. And then what, the roadhouse, what is it? the firehouse? Oh, yeah, the firehouse. We have the Spice uh, Traveler. Yes, mm-hmm. load up on the, those and bring home all kinds of goodies to put in everybody's stockings.
0: This is usually Jennifer's official first weekend of Christmas shopping. So come on up and join us at the City of Prescott, the official Christmas city. Was it Rose Mofford that declared that?
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So that goes back to... 1989. 89? Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. And uh, y'all were already doing the courthouse square lighting then, Mm -hmm. so you already had the tradition and and all of that established. What else have y'all got going on in the the beautiful city of
1: Prescott? Well, I know our next guest is going to talk a lot about uh, Frontier Christmas, so I won't get into that, but there are so many other things to get to enjoy. Um, The Enchanted Christmas uh, Tour of Lights at the Prescott Gateway Mall it also um, was kicked off yesterday, December 1st, so that's ongoing, too, so you can actually have the courthouse lighting tonight and you know, and come back and, and enjoy that piece. Um, we also have the 25th annual Gingerbread Village up at the Prescott Resort and Conference Center. That is worth a stop. It is. That I, is amazing. I was one of the official judges this year, so we had a lot of fun with that, and there are some beautiful gingerbread houses there those made are by are children monster and, ones oh my incredible goodness. great yeah. imagination
0: those are always that is always one of our favorite grandchildren stop
1: absolutely it's a perfect place to stop and there's they're beautiful and there's mm-hmm. so many of them so next thing we what, we have a live theater here and there's a lot of great shows going on throughout the uh december as well we have walk through bethlehem live theater at the american lutheran church and you know that's uh going on this weekend as well from 6 to eight thirty, on tonight so that's that's an opportunity and here's one of my favorites that I want to get it get, get a get a chance to see is a Charlie Brown Christmas oh my favorite yeah at the Prescott Center for the Arts um, stage so we're excited about that as well so as you can see there's so much going on
0: well as president of the Prescott Chamber of Commerce you're absolutely busy we had to fight to get her to get here and uh, visit with us this morning because she actually has to leave us now very shortly to do what?
1: I have to help get Santa's uh, tent ready for um, after the parade.
0: Okay, and then after that?
1: Oh yes, we're uh, gonna be having a volunteer breakfast for all the volunteers that will be uh, working the parade and working the courthouse lighting. We're kicking them off with the breakfast thanks to the Yavapai Indian tribe they donated Monies for us to be able to do that. So we're very excited.
0: Ah, uh, big, big setup the, the Santa tent and then the big volunteer breakfast, and then you'll be organizing the rest of the day to get the parade going, to get the Santa village uh, operating after the parade. And then as well as the presentation this evening on the steps of the courthouse.
1: Yeah, just a little busy day for me. Mm-hmm. I
0: guess. I guess. And, Miss Sherry, how long have you been here?
1: I've been here for one year.
0: Well, it didn't take you long to get immersed.
1: I'm no stranger to the parades <laughs> and all that. I've been been in the chamber business for well over 25 years. So this is it feels natural, and it's beautiful here. So. Absolutely
0: love it. Well, given your absolutely crammed schedule, we certainly appreciate you getting up even a little wee bit earlier than you may have wanted to to join us this morning. It's going to be a long day for you. It's a spectacular. It's a city. It is Prescott's day in the lights today.
1: How exciting for us, huh?
0: Absolutely, Sherry. Thanks a million for joining us. We really appreciate it, Thank Mrs. You. Sherry Heine, the president and CEO of Prescott Chamber of Commerce, sharing with y'all just a little bit about all the things we've got going on in the official Christmas City today, where we're broadcasting live from the balcony. Actually, we cheated. We cheated. I've 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 been suffering a little bit of a cough lately, uh, and we have moved in from the forty-one degree temperature, and we're actually inside. Uh, behind the protection of the glass, in the nice warm environments of the Jersey Lily Saloon. What did Tommy call this? A establishment for ladies and gentlemen, right? It's not. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't like it being called a saloon. It was a, a fine establishment for ladies and gentlemen. The Jersey Lily, on the courthouse square in the city of Prescott. When we come back, we're going to be visiting a little bit with. Uh, we're going to, we're going to take y'all into the future the future of home ownership in the state of Arizona, and a little bit later in the bottom half of the hour, the second half of the hour here this morning at Rose Hill House, we're gonna bring in the chief curator of the Charlotte Hall Museum, and we're gonna be sharing the Christmas experience on the frontier. What was it like experiencing Christmas in the 18 and the early 1900s here in your log cabin?
2: From the bayou to the big city, It goes something like this. (laughs) There is a house
0: in their room. I hope we get to be their agent. (laughs) That was a little fun we had uh, at an event the other night celebrating 30 years of broadcasting. We held it at the uh, Musical Instrument Museum, invited uh, 300 of our closest friends, and we had a, a real shindig with people Roasting us toasting us and congratulating us for 30 years at Rosie on the house We've got the entire team spread over the great state of Arizona today Jennifer and I are up in the official Christmas City Prescott, Arizona for the Christmas tree Not the Christmas tree lighting but the tree lighting of the courthouse square this evening and the parade this afternoon in Prescott and uh, Romy is back in uh, Maine broadcast uh, headquarters in the uh, Phoenix area Rome's our main feature
3: that night that we were announcing was the future of home ownership and what it looks like in the digital age. And if you want to see this, simply go to rosieonthehouse.com and click Login. <clears throat> and you will see what your home could look like in the digital era. And we've actually brought the founder in, or your co-founder, is that your official title?
2: Yes, co founder. There's three of
3: us. John Berdrozic of HomeZada, the digital all in one app for your home. It's amazing.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, talking with your audience here in Arizona about the, the future of home ownership and uh, having it all digital in one place. What
3: does that mean the future of home ownership and and all in one place I've, my home's a very physical thing I don't think anything digital about my home it's <laughs> it's got a roof it's got windows it's got a door it's hardware what what is a digital home
2: yeah so a digital home is uh, absolutely it's all, think about all the digital records about your house right your mortgage information your insurance policy your home inventory your maintenance schedule of when you that's sort of locked in your head in terms of when's the last time you changed your air filters Uh, It's your budget on your home improvement projects. Uh, Everything about your house has a digital representation, whether it's a photo, a spreadsheet, or whatever. And what HomeZada has done is brought it all into one app. Uh, So basically, you can create an account for your house and store all that information about your house in one place. Uh, And then we turn around and turn that into a proactive way to remind you of all the things... That we as homeowners either don't know we need to do or forget just because we're busy with other aspects of our lives. Now, playing around with
3: this, I've been watching this for about three years. And when I first uh, got a press release from somewhere about this, this it, it was just the inventory application where you would catalog the items in your home if you're ever in a, uh, like a, a hurricane that just wiped out a lot of the Gulf Coast. It's it's a way to reclaim your possessions. If you burn uh, down or or burglarized, you have a digital copy of your home's inventory.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's um, the home inventory piece is really basically, like you said, cataloging all the things inside your house. And we kind of break it up into two categories. One is your personal property. So it's your furniture, your electronics, all that stuff that uh, is part of your contents coverage on your insurance policy. But the other part of inventory in your house is the fixed assets, the hot water heater, the HVAC units, the appliances, the owner's manuals, all those things that need to get maintained. Or in the future, if you were to ever sell your house, those become things that a potential buyer is going to be interested in as well. Well, and here's what I love
3: about when you're talking about the water heater and the air conditioning unit, a smart homeowner can enter in the, the serial number, which gives the service provider if you need to have it serviced or looked at you can give them all the information you've got a copy of it on this digital platform let's say you wake up in the morning you've got no hot water but you don't have time to deal with it you still got to get out and get to work yep well you get to work you get things settled you have a few minutes to call uh and and schedule somebody well you can log into your digital app either on a desktop or there is a app for smartphone android yep uh iphone That You could say, okay, look, uh, Babcock, here is the water heater I have, and then he knows, okay, I've got those parts on my truck, or you know what, I'm going to have to stop at Central and make sure I've got the heating element to replace it. If this is something that can't be repaired because it's an eight-year-old water heater, you're kind of past the economic point of spending a lot of money on repairs, here's what you can expect to invest uh, you know we, we could try and fix it for 200 you may get another year out of it or we can just replace the whole thing for 800 which route do you want to go so you can make those decisions before he even dispatches his guys or leaves the house <clears throat> and it just shortens the service time so when you get home you've got your hot water back
2: yeah absolutely and I think the the beauty of it is like you said people can access their account with a mobile phone a tablet or their desktop. Which means oftentimes you're, you're trying to man- manage your house while you're at work, but you don't have access to your data records. So, who's going to remember what manufacturer your HVAC unit was and those kinds of things, right? And so, uh, it's a pretty great uh, tool. It, it's the
3: most impressive thing I've seen for home ownership and since uh, the invention of the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Go to rosieonthehouse.com and click login, take a little tour for yourself. It's the Homesada Digital portal that brings housing to the modern day era.
0: And Rosie on the House, officially getting the Christmas season launched off here. As we broadcast from... Prescott, Arizona. Jennifer and I are up here. is in the studio. We'll be doing a back and forth broadcast the entire morning. And we are here this morning, this hour, uh, with Mr. Mick Woodcock, the chief curator of the beautiful and wonderful Charlotte Hall Museum right here in downtown Prescott. Mick, thanks for joining us this morning.
4: Well, thanks for inviting me, uh. Excuse me, Rosie. All
0: right. We, uh, we certainly appreciate you getting up and joining us this morning. So what have you all got going on at the museum here in this particular season of activities?
4: Well, we have our special event, uh, Frontier Christmas, which uh, runs from 6 to 8.30 this evening. And uh, it's, it's based on what Christmas would have been like for folks living in uh, territorial Arizona.
0: All right. So the actual event in the courthouse square... Uh, Get started about six, right? Right. Okay. And then that ceremony lasts 30 to 45 minutes?
4: Something like
0: that. Okay. The museum is open at that time. Correct. It's easy walking distance between the courthouse and the museum grounds. Right. And once we watch the lighting and we make our way up to the museum, what will we experience this evening?
4: Well, we've got a number of our historic buildings uh, with people in them. So if you go to the Fremont House... Lily Fremont will be home. She'll talk about the Fremonts' Christmas traditions, which didn't include a Christmas tree.
0: And the Fremonts. Tell us a little bit about the Fremonts.
4: Well, John C. Fremont uh, was, of course, uh, governor of of Arizona in late 1870s, early 1880s. But before that, he'd uh, traveled the West. Was known as the great Pathfinder. He'd uh, run for president. 1860, and uh, he'd, he'd just been around, done a lot of things, uh, and so uh, was territorial uh, governor uh, when he when he lived uh, in, the, in this rented house.
0: And this would be the 18...
4: Uh, late 1870, so like okay. 78, 79.
0: Okay, so Mrs. Fremont would be visiting the home again? Well,
4: well, Lily. Actually, Lily, their daughter, L- the uh, daughter. Okay. Yes, uh, she'll be home, and she'll uh, she'll talk about uh, how they celebrate Christmas, and how her brother is downtown practicing the organ for the for the Christmas program for the children.
0: Okay. And this is all open to the public this evening. That's correct. And
4: uh, admission? Admission is $7. If you're a member of the museum, it's free. If you're under 17 or under, it's free.
0: Okay, so a great family environment to get there. Okay, so Lily's going to be there talking about the Fremont family tradition and what they're doing to get together to celebrate Christmas of 18...
4: 79.
0: 1879. When was the... How, how early do Christmas celebrations go in the city of... The official Christmas city
4: of Arizona? Uh, they go clear back to 1863 before there was even a town.
0: Um, think about that. Think about that. Th- that think <laughs> about that. That's five months after the Battle of Gettysburg.
4: That's correct. July
0: 1863, we have the Battle of Gettysburg. We have the Army of the North... Stopping Lee in his northern attempt, and five months later, out here, so many miles away from that horrific event, we're celebrating Christmas on the frontier.
4: Yeah, that's true, and and it's interesting because uh, there is no town. Um, uh, un- Uncle Joe Walker, who's Joseph Rutherford Walker, the leader of the 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 miners that come in here, they're prospectors, and he's got a a small cabin uh, on uh, Granite Creek, about where the middle school is today. Okay. And uh, there's an army contingent of two companies that come over from New Mexico to uh, basically see what's going on. You know, the word of the Gold Strikes is out. And so uh, a man named Manuel Irasari from Albuquerque has a wagon train he's bringing food in to sell to the miners it's it's a business opportunity for him and uh, they they are pushing on to get as close to the miners as they can and on christmas eve they wind up about where the middle school athletic field is and they of course un- unhook their oxen and uh, they've got set they, up the store yeah that's <laughs> they decide that that's about where they're going to build their store and uh, it so happens they have Arch- Archbishop Lammy from Santa Fe traveling with him. He wants to see his, his, his diocese, and so he's traveling with him, and so uh, it, it snows on Christmas Eve. Not something that happens a lot right, around here, right, but, right. but uh, um, he, he writes about his experience of, of having Mass on, on Christmas Day in the snow uh, here in Prescott.
0: Wow. And so what other living history figures will you have active on the museum grounds tonight?
4: Well, we have a couple of ladies in our ranch house baking Christmas cookies. And they'll talk a little bit about uh, living in a log cabin and, uh, you know, celebrating Christmas. Of course, the governor's mansion will have uh, a replica or recreation of the first Christmas tree in Prescott, which was brought here by uh, Mrs. McCormick. Uh, she's kind of an interesting person and uh, then what
0: what what's her place in history
4: well she is she's the wife of the second territorial government governor margaret mccormick was from Rahway, new jersey which is right across the the river from new york city and she was you know she was attuned to everything that was new christmas trees were kind of a new thing back then. Um, Thomas Nast, who was an illustrator for uh, Harper's Weekly, actually uh, illustrated Santa Claus like we know him today. You know, the jolly St. Nicholas kind of rosy, cheeked uh, chubby guy. That's Thomas Nast. So uh, Christmas, you know. So he
0: sets the the tradition of the Santa we know and the Christmas tree we've come to experience as a tradition well
4: i think the christmas tree actually is is an import from from england okay Uh, but you know it's the kind of thing you would find in new york city and so when she gets here she insists that they they need a tree in the governor's mansion and so uh, she uh, organizes the local ladies to make ornaments for it everything's handmade Um, they make toys for the kids you know, handmade dolls and and uh, little bags with uh, candy in it and stuff like that, which is 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 a real contrast to the 1864. This would have been 65. The 64 Christmas was people gathered at the governor's mansion. They brought their hymn books and they sang hymns. So you know that's more of a new england tradition there was no thought of having a tree inside your house
0: i'll be done and then you you have a story you'd like to share with us would you mind sharing the first christmas of arizona
4: well i think i just did telling you about uh, bishop lammy but uh, okay, but the governor's party actually was in uh, uh traveling here and they they thought they'd be in, Pres- in prescott by uh, by christmas and they weren't they were in uh, far western new mexico they were at a, stopped at a place called ojo pescado uh fish springs and um they you know it was a dark and stormy night kind of thing they saw that there's a storm coming in the same same one that manuel irisari got his snow out of and yes, so yeah. so they decided to stop they kind of circled the wagons went got firewood, did all the, all the stuff you need to do to make a camp for a lot of guys. And so they decided they, you know, they were going to celebrate Christmas no matter where they were, it put the uh, American flag on the side of one of the wagons. And they, uh, that's what I'm talking about. B- built a big fire, had, uh, coffee and, uh, and what, uh, one of them referred to as toddy. We don't have any idea what was in it, but you might imagine. Okay. <laughs> and, um, so, uh, about the time they were going to start the festivities, it started to snow, and so they uh, they sang songs the the politicians gave speeches. Some of the military guys gave speeches in fact, uh, Colonel Chacon, who was uh, first New Mexico uh, volunteers he uh, he uh, he gave his speech in Spanish, somebody translated it for him so. Uh, and then uh, there were some german soldiers and they sang german songs they had quite a time they had a real uh, a real christmas celebration and by the time they were done it had cleared off wow and stopped snowing
0: these are all experiences you'll be able to to see and hear about and learn about at the charlotte hall museum tell us a little bit about the namesake of the museum charlotte hall
4: oh charlotte hall well charlotte comes here as a as a 10-year-old girl in 1880, and she lives on a ranch. She's uh, a ranch kid, and uh, grows up, you know, uh, with not a lot of education. She's able to go to school occasionally, but she's able to uh, her. You know, her parents want her to have an education, but she's got to work. Sure. So um, she's able to actually come to school in Prescott and. Uh, henry flurry is living in the governor's mansion at that time he came with the governor's party he's one of the original uh pioneers and so uh she goes over to see him and she's spellbound by the stories he tells he talks about the governor's party and he talks about coming here and he talks about margaret mccormick and her rose bush and living in the governor's mansion and and all the things and how the town grew up and and she's captivated by it and decides that, you know, she wants to do something about that. So, you know, as she goes along, she becomes a a writer. She's uh, an author. She's in Out West uh, Magazine and other uh, literary uh, endeavors, and she winds up coming back to, you know, her hometown. She's in Los Angeles, L.A. area for a while, but she comes back here Uh, takes care of her aging parents on the ranch Uh, when they they pass away then uh, she sells the ranch moves to town um, gets the the city to allow her to turn the governor's mansion into a museum and so she lives in the attic and uh, and opens her museum
0: and goes on to to really a a national stage of recognition and yes. all that she's accomplished in her writing and in an establishment of a museum as well as uh,
4: women's suffrage as well right well it's true she's she's uh, a woman far ahead of her times and in, in fact she's the uh, first woman to be uh, a, a territorial official she's the territorial historian and so uh, she's she's out and about she she travels to uh the What's known as the Arizona Strip, that part of Arizona above yeah. uh, the Colorado River—the part,
0: the part we were never supposed to have—that's
4: yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, and so she's she's a big campaigner for that. She she travels there, photographs it, uh, you know, makes all kinds of notes on what's going on, and comes back and uh, convinces everybody that Arizona ought to keep the Strip.
0: Well, thank you, Charlotte Hall. That's Boy, right. sure is a great part of Arizona. It is. Mick Woodcock, the chief curator of the Charlotte Hall Museum. Go ahead. You've got about 15 seconds to invite everybody up to your event this evening.
4: All right. Y'all, come on out. We're going to have a great time.
0: And it goes till what time? 8.30. And it seems like when we were there with the grandchildren last year, weren't we drinking some hot cider they were yes, serving up hot, and stuff?
4: hot cider and cookies. All so, right.
0: So come it's, on out. It's all there at the Charlotte Hall Museum here. Just outside of downtown Prescott, folks, this is the official start of the Arizona Christmas season in the official Christmas city of Arizona, Prescott, Arizona.
3: I'll let you get away with it, Gary. Since Rosie is in Prescott and they have the Christmas Day Parade and Courthouse Lighting, I'll let you play Christmas music. Now, I'm not opposed to Christmas music. I just usually like to wait till December 23rd to start playing it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, I get so burned out oh. after if, if you starting early that it just it's not fun when it comes. Well, it is December
0: 2nd. I mean, we're in December. <laughs> uh, uh,
3: at home hey, maintenance Gary,
0: calendar. We just... need to put that on there for next year. <laughs> Gary, would you just put a little ho 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 in his coffee this morning? Ho ho ho.
3: Welcome Arizona, you are tuned in to Rosie on the House, your Saturday morning tradition for 29 years. And as we work to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend, moving into our 30th year anniversary, we've put together a home maintenance calendar for the Arizona homeowner. It's a collective uh, tool that we've gathered the information from 30 years of broadcasting and answering homeowners' questions on things you should be doing each week at your home, and you can get that calendar for free by going to rosieonthehouse.com. It's changed a little bit. When you go there, uh, there, we had a tab there for a short time, but now you just mouse over on what you see homeowner resources, and we've got all the tools for homeowners in that one spot, our weekly newsletter, our how-to videos, our blog, our do-it-yourself what we used to call our Frequently Asked Questions. It's more our uh, homeowner database now. You can see our podcast. There's a tab there for the calendar. You can click on the calendar and uh, just send us the address you want the calendar to be sent to, and we'll be sending them out uh, mid-next week. Then you have, uh, once you get that calendar, you can then come back and click on the top link right there. It's called the HomeZada digital file. Click on that and create your profile. And what you'll be able to do now is with the Rosie on the House calendar, you can enter these things digitally into your Holmes Rosie on the House profile, and you'll get reminders that this item's due, that item's due. And John, uh, co-founder of Holmes is joining us in studio if you missed him earlier. This, my favorite thing, you can assign different people. I've got my girls. They're going to be busy. <laughs> you can create different names. So let's see. You can assign this to Tinley, this to Roxy, this to Remy, this to Landry. And you see whose responsibility each one of these items belong to. That's it, so cool.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's think, think of it as like your house calendar. Uh, It can be preventative maintenance tasks. People tweak it to do, you know, who's going to do the holiday decorations, uh, who's going to take out the garbage. It becomes a family task management tool and assigning tasks to kids or your spouse, (laughs) 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 arguing over who's going to do the honey-do list. There's no more arguing. You just go to their home's out of calendar and you filter your list and you say, see, I'm doing all these tasks. And when you log into your dashboard, you see things that
3: are undone, and it also gives you a projection that you have 12 tasks in the next 30 days, or two tasks, or whatever the case may be. Now, when you create the account, there's a list of suggested things that uh, are on there. Now, but you can delete them off. For example, I don't have a garage at the moment, so your maintenance item of oiling your springs this month, I just delete it, and yeah. then it doesn't come back up. Yep. So there's some preset items in there, but then you can manually make it to your home. And when you're looking at this, you can go and add a second one. So if you have a second home, you can manage both of them through this service. And what we love about that, and you're talking about assigning different tasks and everything, if you're going to, if you're one of the winners of the Rosie on the House staycation, you can make sure all your chores are done before you leave. You're home for the weekend knowing, hey, we're going to come back and everything's going to be where I don't have to come back and hit this huge chore.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, When you create a property, it automatically creates about 50 common maintenance tasks, clean the leaves out of the gutter, drain the hot water heater, things we don't either forget to do or just don't even know we should do. But then, yeah, most people will basically personalize it for their house. Um, they may have a unique uh, water filter. They may want to... Uh, You know track certain things um and so it's really uh, a flexible tool to remind you of all those things and you never really have to remember like when's the last time i did this because the alerts are automatically going to come out and tell you you know hey Romy, it's time to do these four tasks you know it's january 1st Uh, and yeah the beauty of it is you can track multiple properties with one account for people who own vacation homes or rental properties or even caring for let's say an elderly parents house where the kids are responsible for making sure the house is well-maintained as well.
3: It Its use is endless. Uh, we were going through this yesterday. I said We could talk – well, we spent seven hours talking about this yesterday, and we had to make ourselves <laughs> quit to go home. Uh, it There's no way to articulate everything this does. And in our pursuit to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend, this is one of the most powerful tools we can uh, direct you, the homeowner, to uh, – it's just rosieonthehouse.com. There's a couple locations you can click, log in, and it'll take you straight there. You mouse over homeowner resources and click the Home Zada Digital app. Uh, and while you're there, hit Staycation, our monthly promotion with Sanderson Ford, where you get to uh, enter your name once a month. We pick a winner. You go to Sanderson Ford, pick out the vehicle you want for the weekend off their demo lot, which is always the latest, greatest newest models and this month's winner for january january 19th 20th weekend you'll be traveling to flagstaff and staying at the little american hotel perfect time for a little ski staycation sign up rosie on the